0: Thank you for allowing us to be here this morning. Uh, My name is Chris. Um, This is my wife, Sherry, over here. She's the really pretty one on the second row. I mean, and that's my mother-in-law. She's also pretty. Wow, I almost got in trouble there. Whoo! Thank you. No. we're really excited to be here this morning. Uh, we're excited to share a little bit about our story, about about what God has been doing in our lives. Uh, I know a lot of you, or some of you, um, if you don't recognize me from when we were here before, I had hair then, and I did not have a beard. So imagine this was here, maybe you make the connection, I don't know, but um, you know, we, we um, in May of 2015, I was working in the marketplace um, in technology, and God had been providing and been moving powerfully in our lives. We were working in the local church, um, serving there in a lot of different areas, and we, be- we began to feel the Lord move in our hearts to something new, and we didn't know what that was going to be. We didn't know what that was going to look like, and at our missions Sunday that we had, the pastor said, God has been preparing some of you for years to move into a work um, that's exciting and challenging. And he's calling some of you to go to global missions full time. And and when he said that, I realized I just saw the pieces drop into place that God had been working in my heart and in our lives over the last several years prior to that. And it was, it was as if the Lord was saying, yes, I'm, I'm Choosing you, I'm sending you out, and it was one of the most incredible times in our life. Because when when somebody says to you, "Hey, I want you to represent me to other people," it's an it's an incredible honor. Um, but when the Creator of the universe and the Savior of our souls says, "I want you to go somewhere and share this incredible gospel," it's overwhelming. I mean, there's no other there's no other honor that you could have greater than. God saying to us as believers, I want you to be part of this story that I'm telling in this world. It's an overwhelming thing to know that God doesn't have to use us, but he does use us. So quickly we began to, to pray through what that looked like uh, and where God would have us. And we, we knew fairly quickly that Europe was where God was leading us. God had placed in my heart a desire to see Europe, uh, one for Christ, and then had since I was a teenager, and as we began to think and pray about where God would have us, um, we, we leaned on Eastern Europe, and we began looking at opportunities there, and uh, we, this summer, we had the opportunity to visit um, Slovenia and Croatia, and we met with missionaries, and we met with locals, and we talked to people in Slovenia, and when we came back, we realized that God had just put this overwhelming love in our hearts for the people of Slovenia, and most of you right now are saying, what is Slovenia? Is that a country? Is it in Africa? No, it's not. It's a small country in former Yugoslavia. Um, and by small, I mean about 2 million people. So there's a little more than 2 million people there. Um, it is 0.13% evangelized. And that means that if you look at like Iran, it's 054 percent evangelized. If you look at China, it's over six percent evangelized. So there are fewer percentage of Christians in Slovenia than there are in Iraq, Iran, Cambodia, or, or China. It's an incredible place. What that means in, in reality is that as you walk through the streets of Ljubljana, the capital, and you find someone and you see them and you decide that God is calling you to pray for them, if you pray for them, there's a very good chance you'll be the only person in their life that's ever prayed for them to know the gospel. If you're standing on a mountain in Tui, the oldest city in Slovenia, looking out all around you and you realize there's been no evangelical, no Protestant church here in this town in 400 years to share the gospel with the people of Tui. And you realize as you're sitting down with Sandi and Alečka, an elder couple from, um, from Maribor, um, they're trying, to, they're trying to run a church. They don't have the resources. They don't know what to do. They need, they need help. And they're looking at a town of 150,000 people with less than 100 believers total in the entire city. When you grasp what that means, that the gospel in Slovenia is almost non-existent, it's really overwhelming. But God has given us the incredible opportunity to go and partner with local churches. We feel that the local church is one of the best expressions of God's gospel message. And that as he works to build the church, that out of that church is birth justice and mercy missions. As he begins to work in the hearts of people, he calls people to other places. One of the most exciting things about our mission organization is that within our organization, we're in 20 countries, but we're from 20 countries. So just over the border in Croatia, you have Ukrainians and Filipinos, that have gone to to be missionaries in Ukraine. In Spain, we have missionaries from Costa Rica and Guatemala. It's amazing to see the work that God is doing throughout Europe. We we believe that God is not done with Europe. We believe that God, um, that is really kind of the cradle of Christianity early on. America is Christians because Christians in Europe came to America, and now we get the opportunity to go back and share the message of the gospel with those people. We are so, so blessed to be partnering with the cross as we uh, begin our work in Slovenia and, and partnering with a lot of you individually. We would ask that you would pray for us. Um, pray for us as we begin our work in Slovenia. It's a very hard language. The people are amazing, um, but they also will not let you deep into their hearts until you speak that language. So we're going to be learning Slovene, which is super exciting, you know. It's a very hard language, but... Uh, we have two kids, Josiah and Gabriela, who will be transitioning into living in a cross-cultural, um, and cross-cultural life, which is also exciting. And as, as we begin to partner with the few Slovene believers that we know, that God would just begin to pour out his love throughout the country of Slovenia. And that next time when we're back here in a couple years in a home service, we can say the amazing work that has been done in Slovenia is partly a response. You guys are partly responsible for that. Your prayers, your financial support, your partnership with us is what has allowed this work to happen. We're, we're so blessed to be here uh, with you guys and journeying forward. And as we kind of come to the end of this missions month I would just, I feel like the Lord, I'm sorry, Tim. I know you said we're in for, informal, right? So I think in a group this size, it's, it's fairly safe to say that God may have a plan for some of you. So I would just ask that as Tim is speaking, as we're praying and worshiping at the end of the service, really seek what the Lord is having for you. Is God calling you out of your comfort zone into a place that may be foreign? Is God calling you down the street? Is God calling you to a work that you had never intended or never thought about? Because if you hear that call and you follow it, you'll find your life is so full and it will be so rich and the gospel will be made beautiful through you.